This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Happy Thursday. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Diane. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Happy Thursday. I love you. Happy Thursday to you, and I love you back. <laughs> Have a great I'm going day. On mute. Okay. You too. I'm going on mute. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who's joining the call on this thankful Thursday? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Thank you. I need a prayer request this morning for a cousin of mine who's hospitalized in uh, New York. Her name is Michelle Jones, and uh, she's a MS uh, patient who's been bedridden for years, but uh, they had to take her into the hospital. Why can't you do my coffee? Susie, can you please please put your phone on mute? Thank I'm so, you. I'm so sorry. No worries. I'm sorry, Brother Michael. So that's your cousin, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Jones. So she's uh has MS and bedridden for years, and they had to take her to the hospital. Found out she had COVID as well as low potassium. So anyway, uh-huh. we're praying for her healing, please. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you so much. I'm sorry for interrupting. Um, I've got extreme pain, very, very bad in my left leg, real bad. And it's very hard for me to walk. So if you could please um, keep me in your prayers. We'll keep you up in prayer, Susie. I hope you had a, got some answers yesterday when you went in. If no, not, continue to go back. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. But this, it's worse now. Thank you so okay. much. 
You're welcome. Feel better. Thank you. We'll be praying for you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call and would like to say good morning. Good, good morning. morning. It's awesome. Morning, daughter. Yes, Happy Thursday. Good morning. This is Wanda. Jay. Happy Thursday. Morning, Wanda Jay. Happy Thursday. Hi. Good morning. God good good morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Yes, yes. It's been a while since I've been on the line. This is patience. But I just want to say, God, good morning. Lord, 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 thank you for another day. Yes, yes. Yes. (laughs) We glorify him. Hallelujah. Yes. All right. Hey, good morning, Shell. It's Didi. I love you. Thank you for praying with us. Yes, ma'am, Didi. Um, you are totally welcome. Um, I, I, do you want to tell what we're praying about? Yeah, uh, Gloria and I lost our big brother um, early this morning. So just lift the mm. family up. Um, he went on to be with our dad, so a little sad. Just got the news. So we're just trying to – I'm trying to make sense of it, but I understand grief. So – like Tanya said, I'm trading in grief for grace this morning. I'm rejoicing in the fact that I had my big brother. We had our big brother. So just keep Gloria and I and our whole family um, in your prayers. Thank you. Um, Didi, the last name is, is it um, Bhutan? Bunton? Yeah, Ricky Bunton. Bunton. Yeah. Okay. Good morning. This is Swanita. Sorry for your loss, CD. Um, happy Thursday, you guys. Good morning, Swanita. Happy Thursday. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Thursday. And um, sorry for your loss, CD and Sister Gloria. God bless you guys. God bless you, Krishanda. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Rochelle, who joined the call and would like to say good morning. Okay. Good, good morning. morning. Good, good morning, morning, everybody. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Yvette. Condolences morning, to It's my birthday. Oh, my God. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Happy 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 birthday. Well, you are healed. On your birthday, we yes. still going to celebrate. The enemy is defeated. Happy birthday, Queen. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings, everyone. Have a good day. Have a great day. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Yes. Hi. Good morning. This is Janet. Good morning, Janet. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Happy Thursday. Um, I was wondering if I could put in a prayer request for my son. Sure, Janet. 
He's um, he's a new driver and um, just got his license, but he's going to be driving from Sacramento to Stockton. It's only an hour away, but it just starts storming real bad. And um, he has to drive down there because we've been moving all night and he hasn't gotten any sleep. So um, I just want to pray for safe travels for him. Okay. All right. And Grace, what's your son's name? Christopher. Christopher, there you go. Christ like right there. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a great day. No fret, no worries. The Lord has him in his hands. Continue to pray that his angels be uh dispatched around him, that the road angels will be kind and the other drivers will pray for them as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Hey, I'm sorry, who was that? Kenya, good morning. Good morning, Kenya. Hi, honey. And who else was that? Oh, Uh, yeah, your daughter. My daughter, Asha. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to um, put somebody on the prayer list this morning. Okay. Who's that? Um, Brandon's sister, uh, Lakeisha Webb. She's very sick, so um, wanted to put her on the prayer list. Uh, her name is Rakina? No, Lakeisha Webb. Oh, Lakeisha, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, you say she's sick, daughter? Yeah. Okay, for healing. Got it. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we get started? Uh, Yes, good morning. This is Joyce. Uh, Happy Mm -hmm. Thursday and blessings to everybody. Good morning, Elder Joyce. Thank you. Happy Thursday. Thank you. You too. If there's no one else, we're going to... Good morning. It's Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. Hey, hey, have a great day, Lisa. Thank you. All right. So if everyone could please check their phones uh, as we go ahead and begin the hosting. Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Rochelle, and I am your hostess this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of December, where our theme of the month is sustained. All declarations will focus on Abba's mandate um, and how we are sustained in him. Even as, uh, make sure that you call in to be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live a life according to the will and purpose of God and his holy word. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It is impossible to to be spiritually mature 
While Remaining Emotionally Immature by Peter Scazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard, Standard, right here by dialing in to the same number tonight. There were no prayer requests submitted by the app, but we have a couple of prayer requests, uh, verbal prayer requests. The first one is from Brother Michael. Um, we're praying for his cousin, Michelle, for her healing. She has MS, um, and we're praying for her healing. We're also continuing to pray for Susie and her healing, and um, we're praying for Didi and Gloria for the loss of their brother, Ricky Bouton. Um, We're praying for the family, and we're praying for comfort, peace, and love for them. We're praying for Vet. Happy birthday, Vet. We're also praying for your healing from COVID. Uh, Janet has a, re a prayer request for her son, Christopher. He's a new driver, so we're praying for traveling, mercies, and grace, and the wisdom for him to be able to hear, um, to be safe. Um, Asha has a prayer request. Um, her husband, Brandon's sister, Lakeisha Webb, we're praying for a healing. We believe God in his healing. So remember those prayer requests on today. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ms. Diane. The declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ms. Diane. The declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today Psalms 103 and 5, he fills our lives with good things so that we stay young and strong like an eagle. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I ask to remind you all, please place your phones on mute as we go to the throne of grace. Ms. Diane, I pass the call to you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you this morning to lay our petition at your feet. God, we thank you that you are a great God. You are a good, good Father. So, Father, I thank you this morning for being the sovereign Lord that you are. God, I come to you this morning, Lord God, bringing these prayer requests that have been given. God, only you know their bodies, and you know, Lord God, that what they're going through. So I bring these petitions and lay them at your feet, never to pick them up again, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, I lift up Michelle Jones, who has MS, MS and is asking for healing. God, touch her with your healing hand that, that her pain may go away. So, Father, I thank you today, Lord God, for all of these prayer requests for Susie, who's having severe pain in her right leg, Glory and Didi, and the loss of their big brother this morning, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. Grief is one of the hardest things to get through, but God, you know each and every one of us. You hold us in your arms when we're when we're going through grief with our family members, our loved ones. God, just just give them grace and mercy this morning, oh God, and comfort them, oh God, in their loss. 
So, Father, I thank you this morning. I lift up Christopher to you this morning, who has a new job, God, and I, I pray that you cover him with your traveling grace and mercy as he on the road, Lord God, traveling for his job. I lift up Letitia Webb to you, Lord God, who also are having pain, oh God. God, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you just bring healing to each one of these, Lord God. Bring healing to their mind, body, and spirit, oh God. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I just give you praise. You are the sovereign Lord, Lord, who has given me a well-instructed tongue this morning. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, to know the word and sustain the weary. God, I just thank you this morning just for who you are, for you are a great God, a good, good Father. So, Lord, I thank you that you hear our prayer this morning. Surely you are my help, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I just lift you up, oh God, to mold and continue to mold and shape us into your likeness, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are our creator. You are all and all things to us to come. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are our sustainer. You are our ever-present help in this world, oh God. And God, we can always turn to you for anything, Lord God. Through your grace and mercy, God, you have shown us that you love us unconditionally, Lord God. Unconditionally. God, I just praise you this morning. And if we can all take our phones off of mute, give God the praise that he deserves this morning, for he is the sovereign Lord. God, we give you all the glory and all the honor, God. We thank you for the word that penetrates through our our mind and our heart. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your great word. We thank you for being Elohim, the God who hears everything that we say, oh God. There's nothing hidden from your sight, Lord God. You said everything about you is laid open, naked, bare before you, God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you that you are God who raised us, oh God. We thank you who are God is give that gives us knowledge, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you this morning for family. We thank you, Lord God, for being able to wake up in our right mind this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for for the word that will come from Pastor Lavelle. God, we thank you for waking us up. Thank you for this new day, God. Thank you for the wind that's clearing the air, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the breath in our very lungs, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for killing the bacteria from COVID, Lord God. Lord God, that 
to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fate is not away reserved in heaven for you, who are kept, who are sustained by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wow. I, I, I come not from a large family. Um, 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 uh, in my home growing up, um, there was there was four of us. Uh, my two older siblings were already out of the house, so um, it was it was two brothers, myself and my sister. And my mother taught me never to waste food and to eat everything on the plate. And so now I don't I don't even like uh, today to waste food. And like so with the Word of God, I think if you read it, you ought to preach it, you ought to teach it, you ought to adhere to it. And so. Uh, when I looked at this uh, scripture, I, I just want to take a little time and do what I call a running commentary on these three verses and allow the Holy Spirit to believe on it, breathe on it. Uh, and so, and so when 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 I looked at it, he he opened this verse with the word blessed. Um, the Greek word is eulogatos, that comes from the word eulogato, from the word we get the word eulogy. Now, anytime you see um, uh, a Greek word with EU on the front end of it, EU means speak well, and legios means to speak. Eulagia means to speak well. It, it, it's from the word eulogy. And, you know, when, whenever someone dies, you, you, you never hear anybody speak bad uh, about a dead person. Uh, uh, the ass committee uh, is always there. Uh, as a neighbor, as a friend, as a relative, as a co-worker, the AS committee. But then after they finish, the man, a woman of God, usually stand and give eulogistic remarks about the person that died. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16 and 1 says concerning the collection, yulagato in the Greek actually comes from the word yulagia, from the word logos, actually means word, but speak. Um, that's where we get the terminology money talks. The word collection means speak, and that's where you get the term money talks and money show do talk. And whenever you march around when you're at church uh, during the offering time and put an offering on the table, you, you are actually making eulogistic remarks about the person that died. Now, if you notice sometimes at a funeral, some people never say a word, they, 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 they're there, but they don't talk. And the reason they don't say anything most of the time is because they really don't know the person that died. And sometimes when we as Christians come to church, some share in the giving and others never move. And the reason for it is because we really don't know the person that died, meaning Jesus. But when you know the person that died, it's hard not to say something. The text is saying that he wants us, uh, the word blessed uh, uh, is actually to eulogize God. In other words, say something good about God. Psalm 103 verse 1 helps us out and someone put it in our lap. It opens by saying, bless the Lord. I hear this all the time from members of both my churches and my family say, how do you give or what do you give to a person that already has everything? And, and, and that's what some of us say when it comes to God. What do you give to a person 
that's already got, got everything. I mean, to be honest, the Lord got so many cows until he stopped taking inventory of the cows. He just started counting the hills because he said the cattle on a thousand hills belong to me. He said not only the cows on the hills, but Hagar, Hagar 2 and 8 says the gold and the silver in the hills belong to the Lord. And not only the cows on the hills and the gold and silver in the hills, but Psalm 24 and 1 says that the hills belong to him. Because it says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world they that dwell therein. So how, how do you bless somebody that's already got everything? The text tells us just speak good things about God. And and and, and, and the clear victory, you, you can judge people always by their conversation. People with great minds always talk about the Lord. People with medium-sized minds talk about inventions. But folk with little minds, they talk about other folks. And so whenever you sit down in a conversation with anybody without them talking about their degrees or the stripes or their certificates on the wall or who they know, just listen to them for a moment. You can tell what kind of mind they have. It doesn't matter if you have a PhD, even if you are, that's just three letters of the English alphabet, which means that there are maybe 23 more letters that you might not know nothing about. And, and so he opened by saying, bless the Lord. Now, now, I know that's different from what most of us come to church for. We don't come to bless him. We come for him to bless us. But whenever we show up, always to be blessed instead of being a blessing, how many know that's a one-sided love affair? And I don't know if you've ever been in that kind of love affair before when it's one-sided. And whenever it's one-sided, you have to do all the giving. You got to do all the taking. You got to do all the sacrificing because it's one-sided. But when love starts balancing out, when every now and then you discover that you've been so blessed until you want to turn around and bless the person that blessed you, then life gets sweeter. <laughs> life gets sweeter. Life gets kinder. Uh, let, me, let me walk through this text just real quick. I'm going to be done in a minute. Uh, first of all, I see in this text, I see the initial transformation. Now, now, when I see the initial transformation, I don't need to worry about God sustaining or God keeping me until I first know God. And and many of us, we really don't know who God is. Uh, Paul blew me away in Philippians 3 and 10 that I may know him. He said that I may know him. And that, that baffled me because I thought he already knew him because he had already had that cataclysmic encounter with the resurrected Christ on the Damascus road. He had gone to the house of Adonis who told him what great things he had to suffer and the scales had fallen from his eyes. And then he went down and graduated in the, the Arabian seminary in the desert in three years. But at the end of his life, he comes up with this amazing assertion. He says that I may know him. And I thought that was intriguing. So what I did I took it upon myself to look at that word know. And doing an etymological study on it, you can know someone in a lot of different ways and on a lot of different levels. First of all, I mean, you can know somewhere through awareness. I mean, we are aware um, that there's a man living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C., named Joe Biden. But few of us, even if we met him, can't say that I know him. Then you can know someone through uh, acquaintance. Um, um, uh, the singer uh, Dave Hollister from um, uh, from the group um, 
uh, Teddy Riley and them, and um, oh my goodness, I forgot the name of the group, uh, just that fast, but Don't Lead Me Girl, y'all know that song, and all that. Uh, he and I are, are acquaintances. Uh, he calls me every day, every other day. I call him. Uh, we've walked together. We've talked together. Um, but I can't honestly tell y'all that I know him. But then when I kept studying this word called yada, yada in the Greek, it describes the sexual intimate relationship that Adam had with his wife Eve. In essence, when Adam came uh, to know his wife in a sexual way, there was fruit from that relationship, meaning children. And when you come to know God in an intimate way, there's fruit from the relationship, which is called the fruit of the spirit. So you can know, you'll know who's been spending time uh, with the Lord, all right? Uh, the text says, blessed be the God uh, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again. Now watch the text, if you don't mind. The text says that it spells it out for us right there, that we were in such shape until we needed to be begotten again. David helped us out when he said we were born in sin and in sin that my mother conceived me. Now, as quiet as it's kept, there's nothing you can actually do yourself to be saved. You, you, you see, your weeping won't save you. Your work won't save you. Your walk won't save you. Your will won't save you. Salvation doesn't come through flesh and blood. It's something that he did. Now, some people try and spell salvation D-O or D-O-I-N-G. In other words, something I did or something I'm doing. But no, you don't spell salvation like that. You spell it D-O-N-E. Ah, not something I do or something I'm doing. It's something that was done on a hill called Calvary, which means I did nothing to get saved. And you see, now if I did nothing to get saved, I can do nothing to get unsaved. Now, I know there's a rumor going around, and I don't want to get all into it that you can lose your salvation, but let me just hang there for a minute. Uh, John 5 and 24, verily, verily, truly, truly, show enough, show enough. I say unto you that he believeth on him as the scripture has said, hath, H-A-T-H, English word for have, eternal life. What does that mean? That means the moment I believe, I get eternal life. I don't get eternal life when I get to heaven. That's too late. I get eternal life the moment I'm saved. Now, that means if I have eternal life and I lose it, it was not eternal life. It was time life. Mm. But, but you see, I did nothing to get it. But watch this, John 10, 10 and 28. And I gave unto them eternal life. I gave unto them, to them eternal life. Now, if it was a gift, I didn't earn it. And if I earned it, then it wasn't a gift. Mm. And I, I know uh, somebody's looking at that, but, but let me just remind you, there's none of us good enough to get saved or to stay saved. It's not something you do or doing. It's something that he did. Now, I'm not saying that you can be saved and live any kind of way. That's not what I'm saying. The text says that when we were gotten the first time, our seeds were corrupt. In other words, when we were born the first time, sin was in our blood system. And you see, when Adam sinned in the garden, the sin poisoned the bloodstream of every walking man. And that's why it, you shouldn't, uh, it shouldn't be strange when you see a person do any and everything now because the stuff is in the blood. You'd be wondering sometimes where your child picked it up. They picked it up from Adam. It's in the blood. I don't care how holy your mama is, how righteous your daddy is. When that boy is born, he still got poison in his blood. It's some stuff in there that will come out if you just hang around long enough. And so the text says the first thing that we must uh, must take place is we must be begotten again. In other words, he said we must be born again. Now, you remember that the text says 
that you were begotten again from God the Father. Now watch this. It, it, it was not just Jesus doing it because we like to make Jesus look so good and make God look so bad. But don't forget John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that, God, uh, that, that he gave his only begotten son. Uh, and all three, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, played a role in my salvation. It was God the Father, it was, it was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But notice here in the text, he uses all three of his names. He says in verse three, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you read the same passage in the Gospels, it would say Jesus Christ the Lord. But in the epistles, it's always Lord, then Jesus, uh, then Jesus. Um, Lord is, is his divine name. Jesus is his human name. Christ is his holy office. You know, sometimes when you get ready to sign some documents, they tell you, put your initials down. And then sometimes they tell you, put your first, middle initial and you sign your last name. But sometimes you sign some documents. They say, look, this is so important. I need you to write your whole name. Peter said, look, salvation is so important until he used the Lord's whole name. He said, I don't just want to use part of your name. He said, now listen, you have, been you have to be begotten through the abundant mercy. In other words, I was not saved by justice. It took mercy to get me. Now, there's a difference between grace and mercy. Grace is what I do get, what I don't deserve. Mercy is what I don't get, what I do deserve. Maybe you need a scripture to help you see what I'm talking about. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So that means I deserve death, but instead of giving me death, he gave me life, which means I didn't get what I, what I deserve. The old folk used to say when, uh, when people were on the morning's bench, they knew that they didn't know how to pray, but they, they, they'd say, get down on your knees. And just start saying, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And it was something about mercy that would get our attention. It was something about mercy. And that's what Psalm 23 and 6 says, surely goodness and mercy. And I asked the psalmist, I had to ask the psalmist this morning, I said, what do I need goodness and mercy for? He said, well, Jones, you have done some good. Some, you, you, you. He, he, he said, he said you, you, you need goodness because you have done some good things. He said, and people have a way of forgetting the good deeds that you do and putting them in the sea of forgetfulness. So I got good deeds coming along to pick up your scattery good deeds so that whenever they forget it, I'll bring it up again. I said, well, what do I need mercy for? He said, well, you need mercy because you've messed up. And I don't want the person coming behind you to stumble over your faults and shortcomings. So I follow you with mercy. And I pick up your bad deeds and I put them behind me so I can remember them no more. But you see, he says that there is not only an initial confirmation, but a continuing expectation. He says, you need to know that when you're saved, you're different from sinners. You see, sinners to enjoy life, they always look back. They talk about yesterday, last week, last month. They're always talking about if I can call back some days. But saved folk don't look back. Saved folk uh, uh, forget the things which are behind them and they press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In other words, declare victory, our good days are still ahead of us. And the reason we can endure what we're going through now is because he's sustaining us and we're looking ahead to what's going to happen to us. He said, he said again, uh, uh, he has begotten us again through a lively hope, a continuing expectation. You see, safe folk have got to focus on hope. Let me see if I can put it in your lap so you can really understand uh, what I'm trying to say. Have, have you ever 
notice the person that go to the doctor, they've been doing fine and a few pains every now and then. Doctor examine them and tell them you got cancer, you got six weeks to, six weeks to live. And they go back home and almost to the day, six weeks they dead and gone. Had the stuff for 20 years and they just decide to go get a physical and a doctor pronounced doom on them and they start making their funeral arrangements based on what the doctor said. But you see, you can live weeks without food, days without water, but only minutes without hope. That's why you can't put uh, your hope in you and you can't put no hope in your doctors because my hope is built on nothing less than the blood of Jesus and his righteousness on Christ, the solid rock I got to stand. Don't let no doctor pronounce doom on you because you got another doctor that's above all doctors. That's why I don't listen. Y'all, I'm at a season in my life where I can't. I can't take negativity. I can't, I can't, I can't stand negativity. I can't listen to negative stuff uh, because uh, 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 folks will rob you of your hope. That's why I can't watch Housewives and, and I used to like watching Huntsville, uh, the real uh, love and marriage in Huntsville and things like that. But y'all, it's so discouraging now. You always talk to certain folks and they tell you, um, you can't do that. And they tell you uh, why you can't do it because they didn't do it. Well, that's you. That ain't none of me. Maybe you don't know the person that I'm serving. I'm serving a God that don't have failure on his agenda. Can't, you, 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 you can't hang around negative folk because negative folk will have you calling up in a room, closing the door, turning out the light. And they'll have you still talking about stormy Monday and Tuesday's just as bad. Wednesday's worse. Thursday also said the eagle fly on Friday, Saturday I go out to play, and Sunday I go to church and kneel down and pray. I mean, you can't listen to negative folks. You got to put negativity behind you because the scripture says I'm living in a lively hope. Wow, he sustains me. What can I base it on? But the text tells us, you know, that Jesus got in a rut, but he rose from the dead. And, and that ought to be news enough. He says a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, the word from, and I'm done, from, uh, uh, two Greek words. The word from, which is a preposition, means the edge of. E-K means from the midst of. Uh, what do you mean by that? That Jesus didn't get up at the edge of the grave, but Jesus got up from the midst of other dead folk. In other words, there were dead folk all around him, and yet God raised him up. And that means you can be in the midst of failures all around you, but you ain't got to fail because everybody else is failing. You need to understand that God will raise you up. And somebody on the line knows that he's able to do it. Now watch verse four, and I'm done. It says, to an inheritance. And then he gives us three words to watch. He says, my inheritance, number one, ah, my sustainability, number one, is incorruptible. In other words, can't nothing destroy what God has given me. Wind can't blow it, fire can't burn it, death can't kill it, the grave can't hold it. He says incorruptible. That says everything you know, faith after a while, and I don't care how pretty your suit is, it'll start to lose its color. I don't care how you love that car. After a while, it'll start missing on you. And when it gets to where it don't want to run, but watch what God has given me. It's incorruptible and undefiled. Ah, he's sustaining me and can't nothing mess it up. And then it says, it fades not away. Now watch the text says, it is reserved. And he says, God has reserved what God gave me. Let me see if I can show you what I'm talking about. Uh, and, I, and I'm done. John 10 and 7, he says, I'm the door. Another sheepfold. John 10 and 9, he says, I'm the door. 
Uh, John 10, 11, he says, I'm the good shepherd. I said, now, wait a minute, Lord, help me out. Are you the door Are you uh, of the sheepfold? Are you the door? Are you the uh, good shepherd? He says, I'm all three. I said, can you explain that for me? He said, well, by being the good shepherd, I round up my sheep and then I bring them in the sheepfold. And once I get them into the sheepfold, I lay down at the door and I become the door. I said, what do you do that for, Jesus? He said, well, the reason I'm laying at the door is because can't nobody get in without coming by me. He says, but on the other hand, can't nobody get out by coming by me. Oh, Lisa Porter brought this to our attention on Friday Night Live last week. Uh, Philippians 1 and 6 says, he that had begun a good work uh, will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. That means that God don't start working on me and then leave me alone. In other words, he keeps working on me. He keeps sustaining me. And he keeps watching over me. Now, this word reserve means set apart. And that's what the text is saying, that, that God took my inheritance. And now he places it in heaven's safe deposit box, and he's watching it. Now, it, 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 it's a present participle, this word reserve, meaning that he don't just take one look at it. But it's a 24-hour watch. You see, I could hire security with me to go everywhere I go, but they got to sleep, and they might pull their gun and it misfire. And so what I'll do, I'll take my chances with God, because Psalm 121 says he, never, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. Wow. So that means when the storm is raging in my life, I can go on and get me some sleep and get me some rest, because he sustains me. In other words, the God I serve, he got his eye on me. Everywhere I go, y'all been kind. Watch verse five. It says, who, who are kept by the power. Do y'all see that little word kept? Now, Jude, help me out. I, I, I got to close this. You got to help me out. Jude 124 uh, says, now unto him. Now, the word unto is a preposition. And a preposition can be called a preposition. That means that where I am now is not where I'm going to end up. You see, too many folks, they judge me based on where I am now. But when an eagle sits on a tree up on a mountain and he looks down the stream and spots the fish, he's a mile away from the fish. And so he leaves his place of rest and he aims not at where the fish is, uh, but he knows how to time it to where the fish is going to be when he gets to the stream. Now, so he aims where the fish is going to be and he flies down, takes one dip, come up with the fish in his paws. But when God blesses me, God don't aim where, where we are because he knows where he's going, what he's going to carry us through. He aims at where we're going to be, and that's why you can keep on going, because you know he sustains you, because you know in a few moments you're going to be arrested from God on high. Now watch you one more time. I'm out of here. Uh, who are kept unto him that is able. Now watch the word able. Now there are three Greek words for the word power. One is egousia, which means authority, Matthew 28. Jesus came and said, all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. There's another Greek word that is called dunamis, Acts 1 and 8, and you shall receive power as it that the Holy Ghost has uh, come upon you. But unto him that is able, the Greek word is dudamaya, which means might. In other words, this dudamaya got all the powers wrapped up in one. Now, here's what the text is saying, that the God I serve got so much power until uh, I don't care what, may, what you may be going through, that he's able to sustain you. Watch it one more time. Unto him. And you see, you got you got to know him because it's not about you. It's all about him. It's not about where you're going, but it's where he's carrying you. Unto him. Acts 17 and 28. It's in him we live. In him we move. 
and in him we have our being. He sustains us. John 1 and 3, all things was made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. John 1 and 4, in him was life, and life was the light of man. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Y'all know it. Put the rest of the meat on that bone. Romans 10 and 9, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe uh, in thine heart God has raised him from the dead. Romans eleven thirty six 36 says, for by him, through him, to him, all things exist. So when I see what the Lord is doing, he's really not sustaining me for me he's really sustaining me for him i'm through how to be sustained wow may god bless you may god keep you is my prayer i'm done i uh, hope you were blessed today uh was there anyone that joined the line late now's your time good morning good morning Good morning. Go, go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, my Susie Q. Been praying for you. Thank you. I sure need it. Thank you so much. Miss you. Good I miss you too, and I want you to get back to church soon, okay? I sure will. Right. I promise. All right. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. That was a great declaration. Thank you and God bless. Bless you. Bless you. Anyone else? Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Thank you very much for the declaration. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. This is Gloria. Good Thank morning, Gloria. We're praying for you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate so much for you and Diddy. Yeah. And no glow. It's he that's sustaining you indeed. It's 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 him that's sustaining you. He got yes, you. Yes, sir. The message was definitely on time. All right. All right. Were there any questions, comments, um, on the declaration? Now's your time. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. This is B. Excellent declaration. Blessings. Good morning. Anyone else? Any questions, comments? Good morning, Pastor Jones. I morning. love the way you do Bible, sir. I don't know if you left any scripture for the rest of the month, but I thank you for covering 12-1 on today. God bless you. Praying for your healing. Oh, blessings. Blessings. Good morning, Pastor LaBelle. Great job. I just love to hear you preach. Ah, I saw you saying amen when I was preaching Sunday. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, I saw you. I saw you. And, Di, you look good. I haven't seen you in so long. You look so good. I thank you. Uh, your I'm pastor said I did a good you. job, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyone else? Questions, comments? Now it's your time. What does sustain mean to you? Um, all of us are dealing with something, all of us. And let me tell you something. Um, uh, I posted last night. Some of you saw it. Uh, I'm dealing with some mental stuff, some real mental stuff. I have everything that anybody could ever want, uh, everything. And, y'all, there's some things that I'm really trying to process and trying to deal with. But uh, this lesson helped me today knowing 
that God is sustaining me and he's carrying me through everything that I'm going through. Because if I did not have him sustaining me, y'all, I'd have lost my mind. I'd have took some folks out. Hey, brother. Hey, Lady D. I love you. Thank you. And um, you're so right. He will sustain you and you, he will keep you from losing it when all hell is breaking loose and it's so much going on. It's just to know him and to really believe him to me because that song never would have made it without you from grief to grace. I, I'm just so grateful even in this, even in this, as hard as my heart hurts right now, I know that God will sustain us and that he allowed us time. See, when we, when you lose a loved one, the memories come, and I just got off the phone with 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 your other brother. He told me to tell you he loves you, and so we have to remember that in the midst of it all, God will sustain us if we don't give up, we don't give in, we don't let the enemy play tricks with our minds, and and so we don't we lose hope because God will give you a hopeful cry when you feel hopeless. So I'm just grateful that you kicked off twelve one, and and like Shell said, you don't do declarations, but you do Bible, and I thank God for you in my life, brother. Love you. Hey, man, I love you so much, D. love you so much. Um, that scripture, y'all, um, that I that I did read this morning, um, especially that fifth verse, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wow. Wow. Remember, whatever you're going through, that there's two sets of footprints in the sand because it's him that's carrying you through it. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yes. Hello, Pastor Lavelle. This is um, this is Jeanette. Um, sustainability news to me is when I'm weary, when I want to give up, I don't. He continues to push me. And faith without works is dead, so you have to get up. You have to work at it. You have to continue to try and try again. And um, he honors that because he sees that you are committed in trying to have a better life or to learn him. So when sustainability, again, for me is when I am weary, when I am weak, when I don't want to, and I still do it, and he supplies all my every need to his, according to his riches and glory, he gives me the strength and the sustainability to continue on. That's it. Amen. That 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 is so awesome. You know, believe it or not, believe it or not, right now, I am sitting on the campus of UC Berkeley in my garbage truck. In my garbage truck. And somebody, please mute your line. Please mute your line. Check your mute. Please, please check your mute. Okay. Y'all, please, please check your mute. Please check your mute. All right. I'm 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 sitting here in this garbage truck. It's pouring down rain. And um, um, you just don't know, last night I was ready to give up uh, with all that I have, my job, my two churches and stuff. You never know what somebody's dealing with. Uh, and I know Dee Dee saw what I posted last night because she commented and stuff and encourage me, but it's, it, it can be rough 
for some time, and I'm trying to walk light around it because I know somebody may be where I am right now, and my job is to encourage you that to let you know that I did not give up. I, I, I'm here this morning to still declare and still and, and to keep pushing on uh, because I know it's him that's sustaining me. Uh, because had it been left up to me, y'all, I'd have lost my mind a long time ago. I would have. I'm not hurting for no money. I'm not hurting for no home. I'm not. I'm not hurting for none of that. But I'm hurting for love in terms of the missing of my of my parents. Um, my brothers are so distant. Um, uh, my children um, are living their lives, doing what they're doing and stuff, and all of that. And after all I go through, guess what? I still got to stand up Sunday morning at both churches and preach because they're depending on me to give them that word. And I know some of y'all are in the same situation. You may not have to preach, but somebody's depending on you to do whatever it is that they need you to do in their life. And sometimes I know it can be difficult, but I want to encourage you to remind you to continue to lean on Jesus. Stop leaning on folks that's already leaning, but lean on him. Anyone else? Anyone else? Any questions? Any comments? Y'all quiet this morning. Hey, Ruthie. How you doing? I'm yet holding on. I was listening to you just now, and I just want to say that you are loved, and I'm sure more than you probably know, and I'm one of those people that, you know, I'm sometimes I'm quiet. I know you called me a few times, but I was down in a ditch myself, um, but I want to say that I love you forever for being there for me and my family so many times, you know, and without... um receiving, you know, one or receiving anything back. You were there for us. So I'm forever grateful to you. And, you know, supporting us all the way when we was cooking out the kitchen. But you were there. And one thing Kyle always said, he said, I always love and respect Lavelle. You know, um, out of all the men that I've worked with and done business with, he said, you were, you know, you're one of his favorites. And so although you may not hear from us, but we absolutely love you. Wow. So please know that. Blessings. A lot Thank of things you. that we Thank talk you. about, I always hold it in my heart. So thank you for being there for the Willis family so many times. You was there with me when I went, you know, when I went to go view my brother's body. You were there back in 19, 19, 2017. You were there. So thank you. Wow. wow. Praise God. That's really, that's that's deep for us. Because we, my mother has still not recovered from that death. And I don't know if you know, recently we lost my niece. And um, she's dealing with that. So please keep her in your prayer because she's not, she's not handling it well. She's sick again. And I keep saying, mother, you know, I can't tell you how to feel. I can't tell you to get over it. Heal, you know, time heals. I just continue to tell her I love her. Anything she wants, I'm going to be there for. But there are some people that have lost people this year and are suffering behind the scenes in their homes by themselves. 
So I'm going to check on her this morning, but she is not doing too well. She said, if God call me home, I'm ready. She said, because this is the hardest death I had to deal with, was losing my granddaughter. Well, I'll, I'll call you a little bit later, Ruth, and we'll talk, and um, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll make arrangements, okay? Amen. Now, see those stories like that—that—that that, that perked me up uh, when it seems nobody cares and stuff. And boy, you just hit me with that, Ruth. Thank you. I love you. I love your family. Thank you so much. Amen. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? So I can go finish picking up this trash on this UC Berkeley campus. Good morning, Sister Lisa. I thank you for your decoration. And when you said, get me the motion, you said, you wanted to, you know, I wanted to give up at one point, um, you know, the loss of my son and and, and uh, the loss of my uncle and my auntie just, just passed uh, last week and this week. But I have to fight, you know, I have to keep fighting. Uh, I had to keep going even through the pain, had to fight through them tears, you know, I had to bang some pots, I had to tell the Lord, I need you to lift me up, you know, to keep me, to give me his strength. And so I thank you so much for that, that I had to fight through that uh, 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 being uh, fearful and, and, and just fighting, and I'm going to keep on fighting because the Lord is with me always and i believe that he comforts my heart and in the morning i have joy but it's difficult you know the mission and i always remember and i think about what Didi said uh you know think about the good times so i thank you so much for encouraging just keep going through my processes i'm still in the process and so i'm just excited for more what god's gonna do and i'm still out serving he brought me from the ground. I'm out serving the homeless people because I was there on yeah. that San Francisco um, ground on the cardboard, literally. So I have to keep fighting. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God. You know, um, you you know, um, this month this month um, is the anniversary of me losing my son. Um, and Sunday, I had to preach four times on Sunday, and that's kind of why I'm sick right now. Um, but at the, at the last service that I preached at at 3 o'clock, um, my son had died the night before, and I was scheduled to preach there the next morning that he died on a Friday night, and it was the same church, and it brought back so many memories that I had to stand there this past Sunday and preach. Uh, uh, with tears in my eyes, knowing that my 17-year-old son was just killed. But uh, God sustained me, and he continues to sustain me. So I, I, I understand. All right? Thank you. I'm like, oh, I got you. All right. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Kim, and I haven't joined you guys probably in four four months. Um, and this, I have... I can't even believe that I joined in this morning. Um, I went to San Antonio and I was prayed on because I was in darkness because my son died eight years ago. And I have been suffering in the darkness. And I joined you guys this morning. And you're talking about the death. 
And they prayed on me in San Antonio. And I felt the presence of God. And I felt some healing. And I can't believe that I joined you guys this morning. And you guys are talking about the death of a child. Um, so I know God is good. And then I didn't want to speak up this morning, but I felt that I had to because of what you guys are talking about. Um, I just, I, I am in awe and I'm thankful um, that he led me to you guys this morning. Amen. He knows where to find you. He knows where you are. And don't fool yourself. He, he's right there. And he knows what you need to hear when you need to hear it. And, and he's carrying you through everything that you're going through. And, and people don't understand. They don't know that losing a child is, is, is traumatic. It's, it's, it's traumatic. And, and there are some of us on the line that have actually been there and know just what you're talking about. So we pray that God will continue to cover you even in the midst of. And keep, Thank come you. on, keep coming, keep coming, I, keep coming, because these, these these declarations uh, by the men of women, men and women on Declare Victory are simply amazing. God has blessed Declare Victory with some amazing people. And I would like to thank Sylvia because she sent me the number this morning. Hold on, I need the number. I would like to thank. Thank you, guys. Good morning. Hear my cry, oh God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I will, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Good morning, this is Sister Shar. Uh, God gave me that scripture um, when I lost multiple family members, a couple took COVID, and my sister being murdered. Uh, we buried my mom and my oldest brother on November 13th on the same day from COVID. And when you say lose my mind, it was only God that kept my mind. I felt like I was in a an ocean of water, burying water. God just told me to keep my eyes on him and all of my strength was with him. It's nothing that I could do, nothing that I could say, nothing that I could pray except standing on the word of God because my heart was truly overwhelmed and I kept my eyes on the Lord and he truly sustained me uh, from not losing my mind or from sinking. I love everybody and God bless. Amen. That, that's a powerful testimony because I've been right there my dad and my sister died the same weekend, and I had a double funeral for my daddy and my sister. So I've been there. I, I, I know. Wow. I know. Y'all please excuse the noise in the background with me because I'm dumping garbage cans while I'm working. I mean, while I'm talking. <laughs> so that's me in the background. And, Dee, Dee my hair is wet. <laughs> Diane was looking at my hair on Sunday. I know she was. Lavelle, don't lie on me. 
Vel, did you set it with the pink rollers or the blue rollers? Which rollers? It was, it was the blue rollers. The blue. Okay, then it should have been. It, it, it held the curl. It held the curl. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for for shedding light. I love you so much, brother. Diane, I miss you. Keep this line exciting. Come on, it's someone else before we go. Come on, I gotta... Somebody else. Before we go. Nobody has nothing? All right. Well, I thank everyone, and I thank you all for allowing me to share my heart. Share. I feel better after sharing and hearing your testimonies and stuff, um, which which is good. My life, my load is being lightened, so, um, and I pray that somebody else's load is being lightened today, too, because of the share, and all this month, dealing with uh, uh, sustain, sustain, how God sustains us, and I'm excited to hear what the men and women of God have to share um, uh, in, in being sustained, so. So I love everyone. Um, I, I've had folks uh, come by the church. Who was it that came by my church, honey? I forgot her name. It came from my Sacramento church. Is she on the line? Okay. Well, I had somebody from Declare Victory uh, come by my Sacramento church on Sunday, and uh, I got a chance to see Diane, I got a chance to see Sanaje on Sunday, uh, Tina. It was so good to see my declared victory family and, 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 and others and stuff, folks that are coming by both churches in Sacramento and Stockton. I love you and I thank you. I just happened to work a full-time job and have two churches. So, uh, so I keep myself busy because I know my mind, my mind will go to the left. So I love everyone. You all have a wonderful day. Um, please be safe out there in this weather because it's getting getting bad out here and it's coming down in Berkeley. So um, you all have a wonderful day. Uh, continue to pray for one another. And, um, and we'll see you tomorrow on the line. I love everyone, all right? Blessings. Oh, everybody. Love you guys. Have a blessed day. Blessings, everyone. Pray for traveling mercies and grace for all who has to travel in the rain today. Pray for God's covering. Safe journeys. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. Have a blessed day. Bye bye now.